further up and further in. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, we have gotten mail. We have. You've got mail, we've got mail. Yes, it was so delightful. It was someone so wonderful. finally And someone we us. never met. Okay, yes. this is the part we got excited about. Yeah. This is not a first hand. This is an exponential increase. Yeah, that was really cool. A friend of a friend. Yep. And then they and emailed us. I know, right? And gave good feedback and gave good thoughts. And one of the things that they said was, hey, you know, you covered some of the basics two plus years ago now. You should do a review of all of the kind of main basics that you talk about all the time. And I'm like, man, we talk about them in every single episode, but we don't teach them all. Yes. Every time. We just constantly refer and hope that people will scroll back. Okay, here's a good confessional question. Do you scroll back in podcasts sometimes when they refer to earlier episodes? If it's one that like I'm really curious about. Yeah. Other than that, I'm like, ah, you know what? I think I could probably understand it from basically what they're saying now. <laughs> I'm often driving when I'm listening to yeah. podcasts, so that's not a good time to go scrolling for other ones. Nope. Or I'm in the middle of cleaning and have to peel off my rubber gloves. So I, I guess honest truth is I don't very often and like you. I assume I'm so brilliant that I know what people are talking about. <laughs> and also, I also, uh, some of the our earlier ones, good information, poor sound quality. I know, and I feel bad about that. I guess part of my soul says, well, if we recorded them again, people would just skip over them because they'd be so bored because they've heard it all before. Mm-hmm. And then I thought how, okay, <laughs> yeah, we'd have to really think about this because once you learn the tools and you've done them, you don't need to do them anymore, right, Amy? <laughs> Yes. It's kind of a one and done sort of thing. Right, right. I was thinking about, I, you know, breaking agreement is a constant thing. Forgiving yeah. comes up pretty regular that it's like, okay, I can tell that the way my soul is feeling mm-hmm. in this situation. But then you and I were talking about healthy lament and even some of our own rumblings about what it is and what it isn't. Yes. So that's yeah. the in- inspiration for what we're finally getting around to telling our listeners the topic exactly. is today. So... Healthy lament is so you feel better and can get on with your life with pom-poms going. Yes. You set aside your 15 minutes or an hour or three hours if you got a lot going on to say all the sad things and then you're just not sad anymore and you're done. Perfect. I okay. like it. The end. Head further up and further in. No. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, yeah, no. Right. So we were talking about this today because I had someone ask me some questions about, you know, renewing your mind and not being in denial, mm-hmm. which brought up some thoughts for you about some stuff you have going on because you have something really exciting yes. happening in your life right now. But it turns out that even really exciting things sometimes have loss attached to them. Exactly. Yeah. We are, are buying a house, still staying in the same area, but buying a house that just better suits the needs of our family at this time. And we're really excited about that. And all of a sudden, I've just been realizing that I'm actually sad about some things too. Mm-hmm. You know, like leaving our neighborhood with our friends, leaving our house where we brought home both the kids, leaving my garden that, I mean, I'm not a gardener, but my garden looks like I am a gardener. You've really worked on it. It's taken years right? to get here. I will, I will attest right? to this. Right. So I'm like, it was just like and the sad, I'm like, man, how do, how do I 
do this with like the good and the sad and how do those things all work together and how does healthy lament fit into things when you're like, but I'm really excited about (laughs) this too. Yeah. And in some ways, this is a scaled version of some other things you have going on in your life. So it really stirs up stuff. Yep, it does. Of the like, there are really good things, but along with the really good things, there's loss attached to them. Mm -hmm. And having done your healthy lament, why don't you feel better? Because they're still sad. <laughs> it's still a loss. And it, but the, the reason I think it's so great to share this with our listeners is because we like crafted these and perfected these tools and we yeah. teach these tools. And then when it comes to our own life, it's still like, wait a minute. I have this expectation that walking with Jesus and having the tools to yeah. have a healthy soul means not just that we figured it out because we don't really think that, but also like... It should create a different reality than it does. Yeah. And it's probably really good to share it with our listeners so they're mm-hmm. not like, well, yeah, Michelle and Amy, they just get on here and yak away and sound like they have it all figured out and yeah. so happy and good. And the reality being, let's let's parse this a little bit and figure out what is and isn't happening in this process. Yeah, because it really was like I did a healthy lament and it was like, I, I think it was a little bit in my mind is like, okay, I'll, I'll take my half an hour and then I will have exercised the emotions enough that I can just focus on the good now. Well, and sort and label and file. Yeah. And then... Done. Done. Hmm. And it was like, as I was, you know, kind of where one part of your brain's doing one thing and the other part's being like, what is that happening here? It was that of like, that that's, that's not the point of a healthy lament. And hmm. that that's not actually healthy, actually. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird compartmentalization <laughs> slash uh, denial. Right. So it's super valuable to name and identify things, I find. Mm -hmm. Like, in and of itself, that is a good, good exercise. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of curious now. I wonder if any of our listeners are and if hearing what you're coming out with would be helpful for them and what they're processing. What are some of the things that when you began to say it made me feel, what Mm -hmm. is there? I think, um, you know, I have such a wide vocabulary around feelings. That's okay. That's what some of our listeners Um, love about you. It was like, I feel sad. It was like the feeling that... um, I don't know what the right word was, and I don't know if it's a feeling, but it was like the feeling of like we had made some decisions that I thought that would mean other things would stay the same. Mm. Like a bait and switch. It felt mm. like a little bit like I've been bait and switched. Okay. Which is kind of like, oh yeah, I'm saying yes to this, but ha ha, all of a sudden it's this. Mm. So I think I realized like, yeah, it felt like that. Um, felt a lot of wobbly. Unpack wobbly thing. more. Wobbly is like the things that are comfortable and give, um, that feel like give structure and stability and I can count on Mm -hmm. are now things that aren't that. Sure. And so it's like everything feels wobbly. Right. I think. And even a house that's like, I mean, I am super excited for you moving into a really beautiful house that suits having bigger children and the, you know, the friends and the things you do in your house compared to the newlyweds you were when you moved in the one you have. But our home is such a place of default comfort and Mm -hmm. security. So I, that's why I was curious just to ask you what all that stirred up because maybe some of our listeners like you and I have this like expectation, like this is dumb. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have Mm. 
any uncomfortable feelings. Now I'm feeling restless and anxious and emotional. And rather than naming what's going on, yeah. you just carry on and then lash out at your husband and your kids and act cranky and exactly irrational and, and emotional somewhere else. Even analytical people do this. Oh, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> And so often for me, it's like my denial is not like, oh, I don't want to feel this. It's more like, logically, I should not right. feel this way. Therefore, I won't. I think that even the, people that aren't high analysis would have that but, reaction. But the reality, the reality is, I'm still feeling that way. Right. And me saying I shouldn't feel that way doesn't change the fact that that is what I'm feeling. So as you exactly, this is so good. I got to remember and hold a thought over here. So I'm yeah. holding my finger up over here. What I'm curious as you processed wobbly, what did Jesus speak to you? Hmm. So for our listeners that might be new, so we go through this lament of this is what's happening. This is how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And then we recognize like sadness is just sadness. Yeah. Actually, it is just sad. It is a thing. Yeah. What we're going after then is where the enemy brings lies mm. to us in our vulnerable places. So this yeah. is a vulnerable space. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with being sad yeah. at all. That's not, you know, nope. that's a place where Jesus will meet us. But when you say wobbly, what I know mm-hmm. of you is that could be a space of vulnerability where the enemy could bring something to you. Yeah. So then we take those things and we bring them to Jesus and say, is there anything you want me to know or anything you yeah. want me to have in the place of what the mm-hmm. enemy would bring to me here? And for me, it was um, that passage in Hebrews. Actually, that it was General Assembly and it was like the day after uh, the passage in Hebrews where it's like a great cloud of witnesses run the race set before you keep your eyes on Jesus. It was like Jesus gave me that in my healthy lament. And then the next day is when at our conference we were at that the guy preached on it. So I was like, oh, wow, Jesus, that's another reminder. But it was like, okay, it was in the race, fixing my eyes on Jesus Mm -hmm. as a place, right? Mm -hmm. That, you know, in a race, you're not standing still. Your surroundings are not always the same in a race, Mm -hmm. right? I pictured like a long distance one. It's like you're moving and things are changing. Mm -hmm. But as I keep my eyes on Jesus, that's where the like foundation and the security comes from. Stability when everything around you is changing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And in that passage in Hebrews, like it talks about, or I took from it, when you're looking around, when you're looking at other people or looking at the lands, you you get yeah wobbly and off super disoriented, and, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like keeping eyes on Jesus. And so for me, that was what Jesus gave me was like, yeah, it's okay that things are changing and you're not sure how the new normal will look like. Yeah, but I am there. Yeah. I am your foundation. I bring strength and stability to you, and it's gonna feel different. And that's okay. Yeah. So it doesn't like invalidate mm-hmm. the feelings that you had, but it's also, so when I'm thinking through this, it's like when we teach the healthy lament, what we don't want people to come away with is that now you're not sad or now nothing is hard. Yes. And you're just sort of in this victorious, um, yeah. I'm thinking the triumphalist kind of mm. theology. Yeah. And the reality is where we come to on the other side of our lament when we process it in a healthy way mm-hmm. is that we come out to a better space than we were in. Yeah. Because we've encountered Jesus. Exactly. And that's that's the main point of a healthy lament is to encounter Jesus in the places that we've have been so overwhelmed by the emotion of something mm-hmm. that we've lost sight of Jesus. Exactly. 
And so the enemy brings stuff to us in that weak and vulnerable space. So the tool, which you can find on our website, mm-hmm. and you can find under a title called Healthy Lament, mm-hmm. and it's in my book, in the tools in the back. So mm-hmm. buy the book Fierce Hope it's on a, Amazon. It's in a lot of places. Right? You can find the process and do it. It's so good. Pour out your heart to God. Uncover what it is that makes you feel. What strategy is the enemy bringing to you? Also in the tool is, is there anyone you need to forgive? Did you find in your thing you had anyone you need to forgive? I think uh, not so much uh, forgiving, but just like I realized that in certain places that I was accusing God. Mm. Right? So it's not that I need to forgive God because he did something wrong, but that place of it was for me all of a sudden it's like I had... I had false expectations mm. where it's like, well, if I, you know, if we move into this house, you know, Jesus, we feel like you're, you're calling us to stay in Beaver Lodge. We're not going to move anytime soon. And in my head, it was like, and that means everything else will stay the same and it will be great. And then it was like, okay, Jesus, you. Some you other stuff really... is going to change yes. in your life. You found out simultaneously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So then I was like, wait a minute. But Jesus, I said, yes. Expecting all these things. And now, you know, everything with quotations. We have big emotions when we're feeling stuff. Everything is going to change. And you're asking, you got us to say yes to something is not even going to be the reality now. Wow. That is such a good thing that you would not have uncovered if you had tried to blow by all of this. Right. So it was like, you know, basically like forgiving God. Yeah. And just be like, okay, nope. Yep. False expectations. You know, the... Letting go of the feeling that somehow we got tricked into this with yeah, something like that so bait interesting. and switch. I can see that now. Yeah. Yeah. This is so good. Yeah. And so if our listeners are feeling like overwhelmed by a lot that's going on in their life, we can so recommend this process as a way to get anchored. Yeah. So it didn't take away your sadness. No. But it gave you a sense of stability, a fresh encounter with who Jesus is in your story. Yeah, Exactly. Anything else about that process going forward? Promises? Because we always end with thanking God and what promises does he have for you? I think it was, I'm trying to, you know, sometimes it's hard to articulate. Um, (laughs) The promise was just like, like what, it's like, man, what has been, has been really good. Mm -hmm. But that's not the pinnacle. Right? It's not a downhill slide from here. Right? Like I think you've just named something that I a little bit feel sometimes. Like, well, yeah. this was so good, and really this is about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And so now, I guess it's just a slow decline into crap. <laughs> At the ripe old age of 30, whatever. I know. I know. Ripe old age of 37. Which Live is, my best life. I find is also a valuable part of this process because it actually helps us laugh at ourselves. Because yeah. we all have unconscious thoughts. Oh, yeah. That we haven't named Mm-hmm. So this brings up a passage that can become so uh, trite if you mm. like your whole life, especially when we've grown up doing these things in Sunday school or hearing these verses in Sunday school. And then it's like we forget how they practically interact uh, with their life, right? Okay. I'm well, just well like, I'm so curious what well, verse it is now. I know, right? Philippians 4. Um, verse 6, don't worry about anything. Oh, Instead, yeah. pray about everything. Yeah. So With it's prayer like, and petition, make yeah. your request known to God. Is that one the one? Yeah. So, yeah. like, don't feel sad. Yeah. Say, don't thank you, Jesus, go. But actually find this healthy lament is all worded as a conversation with Jesus, yeah. which is prayer. So let's just put a fresh... <laughs> yes, because that is one of those. Strength and energy into this. Like, instead of worrying, which is that re- restless, niggling, unsettledness mm-hmm. that you're experiencing, 
pray, but that's the, not but, that's the, the lament process. It's just a structure of how you can move forward through a conversation with God. Yeah, and exactly. I love that. We, we don't have to be shy of using structures like that to help shape things. Um, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Mm-hmm. And thank him for what you all he has done. I think sometimes I just like skip ahead to, I need this Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. again, it becomes this like stupid denial process. Yeah. Like, like, let's break it down. Yeah. You told him what you need. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. And you also thanked him for what he's done. Mm-hmm. Those things are in there. And then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Having had this encounter with Jesus, mm. you are spiritually, physically, and emotionally safer. Mm-hmm. You are guarded. Yeah. You are guarded because you know him and what he's saying and doing, even though other things are changing. Yeah. So good. And then this is the part someone was talking to me about recently, and I think it ties in. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. So when somebody that's like a really wise person says one more thing, final thing, don't you think you should pay attention? Yep. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you have learned. Perfect. That gives me denial permission. (laughs) Right? So this was the person's like, throw the verse out. Mm -hmm. I learned this my whole life and all it made me do was feel like I had to live in denial and not have pain. Yeah. And that's so not what the scripture's saying at no. all. And it's so not what you just experienced. But the truth is having sorted out what's going on, recognizing what the enemy strategy is, what God is doing, you are now moving forward. You don't have to wallow in uncertainty. Yeah. And you can, without being in denial, think about whatever is yeah. true and honorable. So this happened to me yesterday. I was driving into Edmonton. I was on my way home from Calgary. And I turned onto the street I drove on every day to go to the radiation clinic. Mm. And I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. This is the second time I've been in Edmonton since I was done. And all of a sudden, this huge, like, I want to say burp of emotion rose up mm-hmm. inside of me. It's like it was there in my throat, in my eyes. And I was like, <gasps> and I knew what it was. And so I named it. Yeah. Oh, man, I am feeling the sadness of this time. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. It was really scary and lonely driving this road every day. And I acknowledged it I didn't just shove it away Mm -hmm. and then I did the and Mm. what also is true it's equally true it was true that it was sad and hard so we don't blow by that in denial and that was also true is the house I was going to is the house of my friend where I stayed while I was doing radiation and I started to genuinely thank God Mm. that he created this safe space that I had the most amazing people to walk with me through this time that he was so present holding me there. So it's not this either or thing. No. It's the and. Yeah. And you know what we don't like as humans? The tension of the and. No. We want to do the either or. Oh, yeah. That's easier that way. Yeah. Right? But yeah, the the think, does it say think on or think about? Uh, well. In the, my head, it's think on, which maybe not. It's think on in mm-hmm. older translations. Oh, this okay. one, this is a new living, is fix your thoughts on. Okay. So fix. Fix, it's right. Focus, which is your Hebrews verse. Right, yeah. Keeping and even just the, Jesus. right, the think on, fix on, it doesn't, to me, doesn't, doesn't mean that they don't, we don't think about. It's like the fixing is like, that's where our focus is. That's where all our energy is going to. That's where like all of our thoughts are consumed. And so it's like, man, 
think on things that are, I mean, none of those things, it didn't say don't think about sad things, actually. Mm-hmm. All of those things, right? It's like, we what, only... What is true is true. Right? And it's kind of like the only time that we can equate that with denial is if we, if we automatically assume being sad is bad. There you go. Boom. Right? Because yep. as you're reading through those, I'm waiting for like... Yeah. You know, think on Don't think about the crappy things. things. Do think about but the happy things. all those things, things you mm-hmm. can still think about the sad yep. things yep. and still be thinking on all those things. True and honorable, right and pure and lovely and admirable. You can be that in sadness. At the same time. Right. And it's kind of a good place to be. Yeah. Because you're real grounded. Other people are able to connect with you more in that authentic space other than mm-hmm. the happy, clappy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And it doesn't either, nor does it, wow, look at that, good grammar, nor does it reduce the beauty and power of who Jesus is no. in your sadness. No. He's so good. Yeah. And he does have good plans for us. He has good plans for me having come through this season, and I want to focus on that goodness. Mm-hmm. That is also true. He has good plans for you in this new season and this new home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, it's, we just don't, like you said, as humans, we don't hold things' intentions particularly well. Pick anything. We just don't hold them well. <laughs> no, we want either right? or. We want either or because it's just our brains like the easy, easiest pathway. It just goes. It's just the way but it yeah, is with all the things. Right? It's like we can, we can be sad. We can recognize that we feel grief around things and have that not be the thing that we are anchored to. And we can be anchored to Jesus and his goodness and, and be thankful, but that doesn't negate the loss. It's just a powerful tool to lead you further up and further in. Mm-hmm.